Hey folks, thanks for coming back to another episode of the My Technicians podcast. Our guest today is Sanat Narang, a senior staff research engineer at Tenable, to talk about Microsoft's September security updates, which include fixes for 62 vulnerabilities, one of which is an actively exploited zero day in Windows common log file system driver. Sanam also dives into other vulnerabilities and gives IT admins a sense of what Sanam also dives into other vulnerabilities and gives the IT admins a sense of which ones need to be prioritized. Before we get the, the interview, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with the IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here is Sanam. So Sanam, there were uh, 62 bugs patched by Microsoft this patch Tuesday, which is uh, a lot fewer than the 118 patched last month. Um, does this track with any any previous trends you, you saw maybe last year or the year before? Uh, you know, we're, are we on par with a normal September for Microsoft? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been kind of a weird couple of years. I mean, I think right in 2020, we saw like a meteoric rise in the number of Patch Tuesday updates uh, following like the pandemic. But right. then last year, things kind of cooled off a little bit. It wasn't as crazy. This year has been sort of similar, I would say. You know, we've had a few months where we've had over 100 patches for mm-hmm. CVEs, but this one feels like it's in line with, you know, the normal batch of updates from Microsoft. 60 is like a kind of a sweet spot, I would say, but um, at least it's not super low, like 50 something. So. So let's talk about the uh, the patches and probably the most important one that you and everyone else kind of highlighted is the uh, Windows common log file system driver uh, elevation of, of privilege bug. Um, you know, what, what do IT admins need to understand about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think what's most important is obviously this one's been exploited in the wild. And in fact, uh, Microsoft said it was reported to them by I think at least four different vendors. So the fact that yeah. it's been exploited uh, in the wild and four different vendors came to Microsoft saying, hey, we found this bug in the wild, means that it's a little bit more widespread than say a normal like zero day that's been targeted at say a certain batch of companies or a, in a specific region. We don't really know because not a lot of insight has been shared as far as the details of in the wild exploitation. But when you have four different groups reporting this bug to Microsoft and Microsoft incorporating it into this release, clearly it's worth looking at and patching for your organization because we don't have the full scope of the details, but it's obviously better to be safer than sorry. Right. I think two of those companies that reported it were, um, I want to say Mandiant and CrowdStrike. Okay. I might, I might be wrong. Um, I think well, at least one of those did. And Boeing, both those guys are always on the front lines of these, you know, kind of large scale, you know, nation state, um, you know, attack research. So I think that kind of uh, elevates the, the importance of this one. Yeah, I believe those were two of the four uh, based right. on my uh, read of it. And and the other thing too, to kind of take note of is the fact that this isn't like one of the you know first times we've seen this particular uh, type of vulnerability in the common log file system. There was a similar one patched back in April of this year. Uh, that one was actually disclosed to Microsoft by the NSA as well as CrowdStrike. So mm-hmm. not sure. The one other thing that was kind of confusing in this release for this month was the fact that Microsoft says this one was publicly disclosed prior to being patched. So it's not real clear if some researcher or some vendor or someone out there put something out prior to the patch being available or which we kind of 
posit is potentially this may be a patch bypass for the one from April. So maybe right. when Microsoft patched it in April, it didn't fully patch it and attackers figured out a way to get around the patch in order to continue exploiting this particular flaw, but we don't know for sure. And we don't have any information on how it's been exploited or, or um, you know, what kind of industry is being targeted or anything like that? Not that I'm aware of. I think I saw an interview that popped up in the last couple of hours where Mandiant may have mentioned that this was not chained together with some other vulnerability, say in, in a browser, it was a standalone vulnerability. So that's the only piece of information I think that's been disclosed publicly as far as I've seen. I've been kind of tracking it a little bit since uh, Patch Tuesday was released this morning. Right. And let's move on to the uh, Windows TCP IP remote code ex execution bug. Yeah, what do we need to know about this one? Yeah, so I mean, one of the interesting things about this bug here is that, you know, Microsoft does caution that this vulnerability can only be exploited against systems that have enabled IPsec or Internet Protocol Security. And, you know, it did get a CVSS v3 score of 9.8, which is pretty high. And yeah. they also said it was exploitation more likely. So that's usually a pretty good indicator of something you want to patch and put on your prioritization list, especially when you look at that exploitability index. Because, you know, it's not necessarily the like end all be all when it comes to figuring out what's, you know, deserving of a patch or not, because sometimes that exploitability index may not indicate if a vulnerability will eventually get exploited, because sometimes we've seen vulnerabilities that are exploitation less likely still get exploited in the wild. So it's not always like a, a you know, definitive measure, but when you see something like that that says exploitation more likely, you definitely want to prioritize that. Right. Uh, speaking of exploitation less likely, um, there, there were two uh, Windows Internet Key Exchange uh, protocol extension remote code bugs. Um, and, you, you know, they, like I just said, they were ex rated exploitation less likely, but still rated uh, critical with a pretty high CVSS score. Um, you know, what, what do we need to, know, need to know about these ones? Yeah, so like you mentioned, the exploitation less likely does kind of give you a little bit of a, a sigh of relief that this isn't something that may get exploited in the wild. But again, as I mentioned, it's not always an accurate gauge, right, for every vulnerability that does get put out. The one thing we did notice when we were uh, looking at the Patch Tuesday release is that this particular set of vulnerabilities were disclosed by a researcher named Yuki Chen of Cyber Kunlun. And he's been on a tear in terms of like, Putting out, I'm not sure if actually, I think it may be he, I, if I'm wrong, my apologies. But uh, what we do know is that Yuki has been publishing a lot of uh, good research and vulnerabilities over the last several months as part of Patch Tuesday. So when we do see that name pop up in Patch Tuesday releases, it does cause us to take notice. The, um, there's three Windows kernel elevation of privilege bugs. Um, is, it, is it normal to have? Um, you know, uh, you know, more than, you know, two or three bugs related to one you know, uh, specific component? Yeah, most definitely. We've seen that uh, over time across a number of different components within Windows. I think the one thing, too, that I would, I would specify here is that elevation of privilege bugs are really valuable for attackers because, you know, they can find different ways of getting into a vulnerable right. system, whether it's through exploiting vulnerabilities, using social engineering tactics, spear phishing, things of that nature. So, you know, once they get in, they're not always in a position where they can then 
wreak havoc. And part of that is, is that may, they may not have the requisite privileges in order to do so. So elevation of privilege bugs are very valuable as far as post-exploitation techniques are concerned. So mm. the, the ones in here, I think only one of them was rated exploitation more likely. The other two were not. Okay. Um, so it is important to bear in mind that elevation of privilege vulnerabilities, while they may seem like, you know, kind of less, um, you know, in terms of like, if you if you read about vulnerabilities, you see remote code execution bugs, they get a lot of the attention. Those elevation of privilege bugs may not always get a lot of attention, but they should because they are still very valuable in an attacker's arsenal. Right, right. And allows them to obviously gain higher privileges and, and then move laterally and do a lot of other uh, you know bad things in, in an environment. Um, yeah, absolutely. Any any other uh, uh, bugs you know this, this month that um, you know we need to be a little bit more aware of than others? Uh, you know, not off the top of my head. I mean, I think this was kind of like I said, not, it wasn't like a an extravagant month. It was just sort of like right. an expected month. The fact that we did have at least one vulnerability exploit in the wild was kind of an interesting trend because you know there may be some months where there are none that have been exploited in the wild or publicly disclosed. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, for us in particular, what we look for is big vulnerabilities that have a potential to wreak havoc, typically those remote code execution bugs, but also these elevation of privilege vulnerabilities, because we have seen them leveraged by attackers as part of like, say, ransomware attacks, for example, which is definitely concerning. And we still see a lot of these vulnerabilities months later getting exploited by attackers. Great. Uh, so now I think that answers the all the questions I had about uh, this patch Tuesday. Um, unless there's anything else that you know we need to know about the, this month's uh, release. No, nothing else for me. Awesome. All right. Very good. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Zach. Thank you.